All right, everyone, I want to thank our sponsor today, Organifi. You know, we talk a lot on this podcast about healing and the healing journey. Well, an integral part of that are the foods and the drinks that we consume. I know you know this. If you're like me, you know the importance of eating healthy, but you don't always have the time or the willpower to cook with all the colors of the rainbow. Organifi's superfood blends make it easy and enjoyable to add more variety and nutrition to your day. These are delicious organic powders that you can add to water or milk, stir and drink. It literally takes 30 seconds. It is that simple. A couple weeks ago, I was right about to start uh, a green juice fast, a kind of a short mini fast. And I kid you not, the day, the night before, Organifi reached out to me about sponsoring this podcast. And I will tell you that I was thrilled because this is aligned with what I'm doing. I'm familiar with Organifi. I've used them in the past before. I want to bring, be able to bring to you um, quality products and things that are going to promote a healthy lifestyle. Organifi Green Juice is the one I use. It's the one I use every morning so that I know right away I'm starting the day on a healthy note. It's loaded with vitamins, loaded with minerals, and essential antioxidants. As a listener of the Trauma Therapist Podcast, you can get 21% off any item by going to Organifi.com forward slash trauma and use the code trauma. Once again, to get 21% off any item, Go to Organifi, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash trauma and use the code trauma. All right, everyone, I want to thank our sponsor today, Organifi. You know, we talk a lot on this podcast about healing and the healing journey. Well, an integral part of that are the foods and the drinks that we consume. I know you know this. If you're like me, you know the importance of eating healthy, but you don't always have the time or the willpower to cook with all the colors of the rainbow. Organifi's superfood blends make it easy and enjoyable to add more variety and nutrition to your day. These are delicious organic powders that you can add to water or milk, stir and drink. It literally takes 30 seconds. It is that simple. A couple weeks ago, I was right about to start uh, a green juice fast, a kind of a short mini fast. And I kid you not, the day, the night before Organifi reached out to me about sponsoring this podcast. And I will tell you that I was thrilled because this is aligned with what I'm doing. I'm familiar with Organifi. I've used them in the past before. I want to bring, be able to bring to you um, quality products and things that are going to promote a healthy lifestyle. Organifi Green Juice is the one I use. It's the one I use every morning so that I know right away I'm starting the day on a healthy note. It's loaded with vitamins, loaded with minerals, and essential antioxidants. As a listener of the Trauma Therapist Podcast, you can get 21% off any item by going to Organifi.com forward slash trauma and use the code trauma. Once again, to get 21% off any item, Go to Organifi, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash trauma and use the code trauma. Trauma Therapist Podcast, episode 65. Passion. 
dedication, and inspiration. If you're ready to hear inspiring interviews with amazing trauma therapists, this is it. Right here, right now. With your host, Guy McPherson. All right, guys, welcome back to the Trauma Therapist Podcast. My name is Guy McPherson, and today, another episode of Trauma Therapist Live. Again, these are shorter episodes where I kind of break down issues that have come up on the podcast and really kind of uh, put put boots on the ground, in a sense, and, and really take those issues that the master trauma therapists are talking about and you know, look at them, put them under a mic- microscope and see how, um, you know, us, us, us folks, us non-master therapists are really, or, or can really utilize and implement uh, those topics. So today I want to talk about mindset, the mindset of a trauma therapist. You know, when I was um, conceiving of of doing this podcast, I've been doing a lot of commuting. I was I was commuting to my um, uh, internships, my pre doc, and so forth, and just spending hours literally in the car. And oftentimes, I would think about particular clients and just going over in my head. Uh, what I was doing, things I was doing, you know, wondering what the hell I was doing with my clients, hoping I was doing something to help. And I often wished I'd had a master therapist sitting right there in the passenger seat, kind of guiding me, telling me, encouraging me and supporting me. And one of, one of the hopes I have for, for, these, for this podcast is, is that in some way it's uh, supporting you guys, you know, maybe if you're driving to work or, or whatever. But today, let's let's start here. Let's talk about the the trauma therapist pod, pod, uh, mindset, rather. And I'm not suggesting that this is some static, you know, quote unquote way for that a trauma therapist needs to be. But rather, I want to explore the idea of uh, a mindset a trauma therapist might have. Certainly. You know, I'm using myself as a model here. I know that, um, you know, before I go into a session, I really like to have time to think about, you know, what I'm going to do, what um, has happened previously, and not necessarily have a, have a written agenda down, but have an idea of what's going on with the client. And I know a lot of times people, depending on the context in which they're working, um, don't have the luxury of time before uh, a session. Sometimes it's just, you know, bam, 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 session to session to session. But obviously, the more time we have to, uh, you know, think about a particular client, be mindful of that client, it, it's going to be really beneficial and it's going to pay off. And one of the things that I think is really important and um, in, involved in this trauma therapist mindset is awareness and and couple of components here our our own awareness um, and that of the clients as well and I think uh, the the trauma therapist mindset is inclusive of both of those okay so the the mindset that we have um, going into a particular session or about trauma therapy in general what does that what does that look like well I think it, it involves again an idea of you know how we're working with the client what 
we've been doing with the client, what our expectations are, what our hopes are, uh, wishes, you know, do we have an agenda with the client or a plan in a sense? And I think, you know, here when we, when we start talking about this stuff, we get into a little uh, kind of tricky water, if you will, because I, I think on one hand, you know, it's easy to say, well, um, you know, if you have expectations or hopes or an agenda for your client, that in a sense is uh, kind of steering, uh, putting the cart before the horse. But but another way of looking at that is, I think it's it's great to have hopes and expectations for a client. I mean, why not? Hell, this is we're in this field to help other people, and of course, helping. <laughs> I realize you know it can be defined in many different ways, but. Um, bear with me here. I think you know we're we're all doing this to help uh, to help people who who've been traumatized. But having said that, you know, moving into a session, um, it it's beneficial, I think, to have our fingers on the pulse of you know what each of those is related to ourselves and the client. What again? What our hopes and expectations are, what our wishes are for this particular client, and and why? To ask ourselves, well, why? To be aware of that. That's what I'm talking about here. You know, to what degree are we aware of our own mindset as we're going into a session uh, with a particular client? And secondly, to what degree are we aware of that particular client's mindset? Um, uh, cognitively, somatically, in a sense, I think these are all uh, important to come into play here because th- that whole arena, if you will, our awareness, our client's awareness, is what we're working with when we're in session. And as I'm doing this, I'm, I'm kind of drawing with my my right hand here a an oval or a circle, if you will, because I think it it's an arena in a sense. You know, the the work we're doing the uh, place, the office, whatever in which we're working is is an arena. It's, it's, a, it's a place that we go into and engage and develop rapport with our client. So what I'm talking about here is cultivating that awareness. And I think the quality, the depth, the scope of that awareness makes up the trauma therapist mindset. So... Um, you know, this comes up to me, this, this, this topic, as a result of many of the interviews I've done with Master Trauma Therapists on the podcast, because um, it, it's just so remarkable to me, the, the, the multitude of, of, of uh, sources and resources and inspirations that the master trauma therapists draw from because of their years of experience and uh, the knowledge they have. I mean, they are able to, as a result, reside in a a sense of uh, presence and authenticity. And when the moment arises from the client, they are then able to implement a particular intervention. And that's crucial. Because what um, I'm juxtaposing that with is us as clinicians kind of initiating an intervention. And this is what Janina Fisher refers to when she says you can't force an intervention, but rather you have to wait in a sense for the client 
for the opportunity to arise from the client. And then, and only then, does that become organic and uh, uh, fits, that intervention fits much more seamlessly. Okay, and that's very different. And I love that because I've often found myself doing it the other way, kind of pushing um, and forcing things. And it, it, it obviously doesn't work. So, um, one of the other things I want to talk about here is r- relative to mindset is safety and rapport and you know engagement and you know, I've often talked a lot about this and it's it's interesting that it's becoming much more um, multifaceted to me the the more interviews I do because I get to talk to master trauma therapists and I get to learn learning much more about this and uh, realizing how not only how important it is but again how multifaceted it is for example you know we often talk talk about um, safety being of paramount importance when working with individuals who've been traumatized and of course it is but it it's not so uh, black and white as us trying to create safety. Well, why is that? Because oftentimes individuals who've been traumatized, and especially individuals who've encountered trauma, interpersonal trauma from uh, you know family members, come to us with varying degrees and often um, uh, severely injured ideas of what safety means. And it's going to require us understanding that, trying to repair that, providing psychoeducation within that context as well. So we have um, uh, a job here which, which involves not just simply trying to create rapport and as a result building safety and you know, setting one block upon another block. But, but these blocks have to be set, in a sense, with um, care and with a certain pace. And we have to take, in order to do that, to, to do that carefully and to set that pace, we have to understand where our client is coming from, okay? And that has to do with our mindset as well. So what I want to get to here is to, to kind of maybe bring all this together by sharing um, an experience that I had with a particular client, an adolescent client a while back. Um, and I think it will hopefully bring some of this into light. Definitely share how I was able to kind of shift my mindset and kind of had a really good learning experience. So the, the uh, context that I was working in was such that I worked as part of a team and we got to oftentimes meet with clients, um, uh, you know, in pairs. So myself and another clinician would meet with different clients. And on this one particular occasion, uh, myself and another colleague met with this young woman and the session unfolded such that this particular client shared a lot a lot more than she had previously about a particular traumatic event. And the upshot was, I found out later, um, a couple days later, from this client's relative that, you know, the, the session didn't go well, they felt judged and ganged up on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, it made me feel awful. But 
Over the course of the, the next days, couple days as I digested this and um, you know, before I saw the client again, I, I thought a lot about, well, you know, what does this mean? Where's the opportunity here? And I think that was the question that really shifted things for me. You know, where is the opportunity here? Rather than just get defensive, you know, oh no, I wasn't trying to judge this person. But I, I kind of began asking myself different questions. You know, why did they feel judged? Where's the opportunity here? How can I um, kind of shift things? And what happened in the next session was that when I initially brought up that session, the client kind of balked and said, you know, well, that's that was, you know, so last week in a sense, you know, I'm done, I'm over it. And I kind of respectfully pushed back in a little sense, in, in a sense, and challenged this client very respectfully. And I said, you know, I think it's really important to look at situations like this in light of the therapy and um, use it as kind of a stepping stone, a, a tool of learning in a sense so we can move forward. And uh, this particular, you know, young woman kind of pushed back again, but I, but I kind of held my ground. And I... In, in that sense, feel like I was modeling a concern for safety, a concern for uh, the importance of the therapeutic relationship, you know, repairing that. And it opened a door for a, a very rich experience and, and probably one of the richest therapeutic uh, sessions that we've had. And the reason why is because I was able to almost in a sense take take a step forward in a way that I hadn't previously. Take a step forward into the 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 arena of engagement and rapport, if you will, that I hadn't previously. And that required me using that experience that I talked about and, and shifting my mindset, asking a different question and bringing that back into the therapeutic context and inviting the client to look at that. And even, I would even so far say is um, kind of challenging the client. Again, respectfully, you know, I think it's important to use that word there as well to, to, to look at this. And what happened was, I think our relationship became stronger. The therapeutic trust became stronger. So... There we go. Um, the the mindset of a trauma therapist. Let me know what you think about that. You know, shoot me an email. Um, head on over to a uh, Facebook page at uh, uh, West Coast Trauma Project on Facebook or guy at westcoasttraumaproject.com. Shoot me an email. Let me know what, you th- what your thoughts about this are. And that's it. Um, if you guys haven't um, head, head, headed on over to iTunes and given us a five-star rating and review, I'd love it. It really helps us get going. It really helps this podcast uh, gain awareness um, and helps me get going. It really fires me up. Thanks, guys. Thanks for your support. And I will talk to you later. Bye. All right, guys. 
Time again for some five-star shout-outs. Chris Pallon at Dadrenaline, thank you so much. Ian Sturgeon, thank you so much. Nick at Five Minutes with Dad, thank you so much. Angela Lynn, thank you. Simon GHH, thank you. Christina, Olivia, thank you. And Jade Inspiration says, touched my heart and inspires me to continue living my purpose. Guy is an amazing interviewer. Great work. Thank you so much, Jade. Folks, if you're interested in helping out the podcast, kindly head on over to iTunes.com and leave us a five-star rating and review. Helps keeps us going. Helps keep me going. Thanks so much. Take care. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.